Welcome to another episode of the You Flourish podcast, where we are your go-to stop for faith-based career coaching to help you flourish in all seasons of your leadership journey. Flourishing happens when you find strength in God to let go of all worry, and it's easy to get wrapped up in the stress and hustle of this world and to put faith on the back burner. What if you tuned in to our podcast every other Tuesday so that you feel encouraged to go through the rest of your week keeping God top of mind? If you love what we have to say, make sure to follow us on social media, write a review, and subscribe. Or would you even consider supporting us for $4.99 a month so we can continue to provide you with quality content? We would greatly appreciate any support you're willing to offer us. So get ready to grow and let's dive in. Hello, everyone. I want to introduce you to Kelly Edwards. I'm so excited to have Kelly with me here today. Thank you. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. You and your little bump. Yes, my baby <laughs> bump is getting bigger by the day. It's pretty heavy these days. So, um, but anyways, I guess, Kelly, I'm just going to dive in and say, why don't you tell us who you are, what you do, a little bit more about who is Kelly Edwards? Exactly. Perfect. So uh, Kelly Edwards, mortgage loan officer over at First International Bank and Trust. I've been with the bank a little over nine years. Um, I am originally from Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. Graduated high school, moved here to Fargo, went to NDSU, graduated with a finance degree. Um, when I was in college, worked at banks. Um, and then when I graduated, started with First International and have been there ever since. Um, I am a mom to two girls, Lydia and Addie. They're seven and four. They are so fun. They're hilarious. You've met Lydia before. Mm -hmm. Um, what else? I mean, that's kind of, kind of all about me, really. Well, and I think, you know, Kelly, one of the things that strikes me about what you were just sharing is nine years. Yes. You've been with the company for nine years. That shows loyalty. And that also shows that you've probably gone through a lot of different seasons. Absolutely. Within your time there. Um, can you just share more about what the last couple years have been like mm -hmm. going through a global pandemic and then going into a season of really high interest rates yes. and all of that and then where you're at now? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the last two years, honestly, were a whirlwind. I would say the busiest from a mortgage perspective, banking perspective overall, um, both 2019, 2020, 2021 even. Um, so, you know, we, we had low, low interest rates. We were crazy busy with refinances, purchases, throwing a pandemic, working from home. My daughter was in kindergarten. So she was going to school at home. Daycare was closed. So we had, you know, a three-year-old at home. So trying to manage being a teacher, working, being a mom, trying to stay sane was hard. Mm -hmm. um, I definitely put myself last, which was really hard for me because um, at the end of the day, it was like, I need to get all these files going. I need to be a great mom. I need to be teach my daughter kindergarten, which is way harder than one would think. Um, and we imagine. Yeah. So it was, it was a whirlwind, you know, now looking back on it. I wouldn't change it for anything because it grew me personally and professionally, okay. but it was really challenging, 100%. Mm. Yeah. 
Well, one of the things I know you mentioned is, um, so when it was really, really busy, um, you talked a lot about balance and trying to find balance. So I'm kind of curious from your perspective, what is balance? Balance. It's hard. I, and I've talked about this before. To me, there's not a balance. It's kind of more a, a harmony of how do you make all of these things work? How do you make, you know, being a good coworker, being a good employee work? How do you make being a good mom work, a good friend, a good family member, a good daughter, anything really? Um, so it was a lot of knowing that some things might suffer. And if I'm busy with work, my family might kind of be in the back burner. Um, and that's okay because if there's days where I'm not busy with work, I'll leave early, go pick my kids up, you know, go do something fun with them, try to spend more time with them. Um, over the last couple of years, the last year specifically, just being more intentional with my time, knowing that if I'm at work, I'm going to be focused on work. If I'm with my family, I'm going to be focused on my family. Um, and just really being intentional with who I'm surrounded by, being, you know, with like-minded people that share the same values, that know my values, know me to my core, um, you know, whether that's my friends that I grew up with, my work friends, people I met through networking groups or, you know, chamber leadership mm -hmm. groups, anything like that, just knowing that I am who I am, I stick to my guns, and just really being intentional. So what makes, um, what makes up your core values, or how do you know, maybe this is a two-part question, but how do you know who to surround yourself with? Yeah, I think, I mean, it was definitely kind of a bit of soul-searching. I'm very different from when, you know, I probably first started from the bank because, you know, now I'm a mom and I'm very much focused on community, you know, bettering the community, bettering myself too, of what can I do to better myself, whether that's, you know, books, groups, podcasts, anything like that. So really focusing on finding people that have that same intentions and, you know, if, are they driven to be better people? within themselves yeah. um, and also when I focus on that looking at my family and showing my daughters like okay mm -hmm. I want my daughters to know that mom stuck to her guns she mm -hmm. was very core driven and really just trying to be a better person well I know you mentioned too um putting yourself last mm -hmm. uh, how that's happened when things have gotten busy what impact does that have on your family, your work, all yeah. of those things? Tell us more about that. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's really common, I feel, with working moms. We put ourselves last when in reality, we should be putting ourselves first because if we're not a good person to the core, you know, if we don't focus on ourselves, taking time for ourselves, working out, you know, whatever helps with your mental health, we're not good moms, we're not good coworkers, we're not good employees, we're not good, you know, spouses, we're not good, friends so really taking time to focus on yourself and making time and I think I shared this with our group um, a while back on Sundays I try to do like two hours of like self-care whether that's you know doing my own facial doing something where it's just like okay kids give mom some time focus on myself because if I'm not okay then the people around me aren't like, I'm not giving them my best stuff why do you think that is, that we can't give our best selves unless we... I think we're drained, you know, where kind of goes back to, you know, burnout in the mm -hmm. sense of we've put so much energy of ourselves into everything else that we don't have enough for ourselves. 
because you kind of have to keep some of that bottled up and be selfish a little bit, mm -hmm. which, you know, they have that negative connotation around being selfish, but it's like, in reality, you kind of have to be mm -hmm. in, in that regard. Well, I know you talked a little bit about um, saying yes, saying no. What's mm -hmm. your process of deciding whether or not you're going to say yes to something? If you asked me like two, three years ago, it would be completely different. Now, if I get something that's asked of me, whether that's, you know, work-related or volunteer-related or any sort of relation outside of work or personal, um, if I can't say yes within the first, like, three to five seconds, probably not something I should do. Um, before, if I said no, I'd be like, well, then they're never going to ask me again. You know, I kind of shot myself in the foot with that. So now if it's a no, I say, sorry, it's not going to work out right now. If it ever comes up in the future, please let me know. And I think being okay with saying no mm -hmm. is hard. For me, it was really hard, um, but it, it goes back to taking time for yourself and mm -hmm. not being too stressed out with it. Um, right now, I'm a bio growth mentor. So that's mm -hmm. a 12-week commitment that I know, okay, during these 12 weeks, I'm not going to make any other commitments because then I'm not being the best mentor I can be for those girls. Mm -hmm. So when that's finished, which is in a couple weeks, I'm looking for something else right now that will start when that's finished. Hmm. So, so kind of going through like seasons of things that I want to do. And there might be seasons where, you know, it's going to be like summers are really busy for me. So I try not to do anything too crazy that will take a lot of time out of work because I don't have that to give. Hmm. And that's not fair to that organization. So what made you decide to say yes to BioGirls? Tell us more about your volunteer experience. Yeah, there. I love it. So I'm um, in the Horace um, BioGirls. It's our first first session out there. I'm from Horace, my mother of two daughters. So it was kind of like, okay, how can I, you know, still be involved in the community, help others? And I mean, it's yeah. it does a lot for me too because you know helping I have fourth graders. So it's mm. it's been fun. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's so awesome. I yeah, I love BioGirls. It's just such a great mission. It is. It's nice absolutely. that Horace is starting up. Yes. One. Yeah. No, that was so awesome. first. That was Horace's first. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if I knew that Horace had never had. Yeah. One. Yeah. No, we have two great site leaders, which is fun to have, and it's been it's been a good summer. How many girls do you so I have four girls that okay. I manage, yes. And manage. I love them all. They're so like, good. The word yes, manage, it's like person managing personalities. Yes. Yeah, it's it's interesting. My my oldest, Lydia, was hoping to be part of it. So when she couldn't, she was kind of bummed. But then each, every Wednesday when I get home, she's like, how was it? You know, what were the girls like? And so Has she done fun. it before? No, she hasn't. She's too young. So oh, she'll be able to okay. next time. But she's pretty excited, too. That's kind of so. cool that you're getting her yes. ready. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, as a mom, your kids only listen to you so many, with so many things. Yeah. So it'll be fun to have somebody that's not me mentor her on yes. things. It probably will even be better yeah, than absolutely. having you mentor her because having that outside yes. role model that she can look to because she probably thinks she can get away with more with having her mom as a <laughs> I mentor. don't know. She's uh, pretty straight laced. She yeah. yeah, she is. She's a good kid. Lydia's the woman I've met. Right? Yeah. So, oh my gosh, Lydia. Yeah. She was so sweet. I she think is. she complimented my wedding ring. She did. Yeah. Like she said, you have a beautiful ring. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, oh my gosh, <laughs> this girl is after my heart. She's she just she's a, a sweetheart. Yeah, she's super sweet, super kind, 
super helpful, very organized. So if anybody needs any organizing, ah, like Lydia's your gal. She'll like come organize oh, my yeah. house. Yes. <laughs> yes. And she's in fourth grade, you said? She'll be in second grade. Oh, in second grade. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You have fourth graders in your group. And yeah. Okay. Got it. Tracking with you. Um, so I guess, you know, one of the things that you also had mentioned is really important to you is being present. Yes. How do we work towards being more present in all the things that we do? Yeah, it's it's something that I'm not 100% at yet. I mean, I'm very much a, you know, if it's a Sunday and I have nothing to do, I'll find myself like mindlessly on some sort of social media. Yep. Um, so I'm not 100% at it. It's more being present when I'm at work, you know, my mind always goes 100 miles a minute. So it's, it's really trying to slow my mind down, focus on work when I'm at work. If I'm with my family, focusing on my family, you know, trying to put my phone away. We do a lot of like videos, pictures, like the girls love all that. So we, I still have my phone around me, but trying to be more present mm -hmm. and spending time with them because this is their age where they're, you know, they watch everything. Mm -hmm. Kids will watch everything. They listen to everything. They yeah. know what's going on. So it's kind of trying to be that role model of, well, yeah, mom, mom and I went for a walk tonight. Like we were, you know, with each other present, having that quality time because I, I was talking to someone, I mean, Lydia's seven, that's really only 11 more summers to have mm -hmm. with her, which is super crazy to think about. Um, and mm -hmm. same with Addie too, you know, she's four and she goes into kindergarten and then it's time flies and they're gone and they're out of the house. Yeah. So just trying to soak in the time now and being, mm -hmm. being cognizant of what I'm doing mm -hmm. and even what I'm saying, because they're always watching and listening. Mm -hmm yeah they're like little sponges oh yeah they soak up everything and they watch a lot of things too and mm -hmm. I mean Lydia's very much a you know we're going on a girls weekend her and I to go oh. shopping at Mall of America and do all oh, the things this weekend fine. and she's like mom you're taking a half day on Friday does that mean you're gonna be on your phone for emails oh. like can you promise and it's like breaking my heart because I'm like well can't promise it yeah but to know that she's aware of it yeah so that's that's where I kind of struggle with that being present because she is watching me yeah if I'm on my phone how do we navigate that as moms as humans um I think even whether it's a child or a friend or even you know my husband sometimes mm -hmm. I'll get on him or he'll get on to me like get off your phone yeah mm -hmm. um how do we navigate that in our connected world it's hard Lydia will call me out if I'm on you know any sort of social media like mom get off your phone you should be watching this movie it's uh... like okay yes um but I've been I mean if it's a work call or a work email I'll say mom needs to be you know on her phone for five minutes can you give me five minutes mm. and just being honest with them of you know I have to work and explaining to them what I do mm -hmm. so that they're aware and they know you know if if I'm working on something that's pressing it's because like oh someone's gonna buy a house like how exciting is that mommy yeah. um so just kind of like giving them the full information of why I'm on my phone it's not because I don't want to be with you I would give anything to be with you and spend time with yeah. you but right now right here is what I have to do I think that's cool how you kind of ask them for permission yeah. a little bit, even mm -hmm. though you know that you have to do it, but yeah. just saying, can I have, are you okay if I have five minutes? Yeah. And yeah. Asking them for that permission so they feel like they matter. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, have they ever told you no? Oh, Addie, what? Addie tells me no all the time. Like, <laughs> no, mommy, no, please no, don't. No, you can't. And so then you, that's where Lydia comes in as the older sister of, 
hey, give mom five minutes. Let's go do this. So that's helpful. It is helpful. That's nice that they have each other. Yes, too. absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I know too, Kelly, that it's been kind of a weird year because all of a sudden, when was it? April? Or that things started yeah. to really slow down? I mean, it's been slow since like January. January? Really? I mean, probably March. Okay. I'll give March. Yeah. So when we go through times of slow, I mean, you talked about the the hustle and the challenges of being so busy and trying to find balance, but there's almost equally, if not more of a challenge sometimes when things are slow, tell me more yes. about that, yeah. how that the last six months have been for you. Yeah. And we've talked about this, you know, in our groups and even in our one-on-ones, but yeah. there was a period of time where it was so slow. It was so hard to, you know, we weren't, we weren't busy. We had so much time on our hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was hard for me because I know you and I have the same personality type yeah. where the busier we are, like the more work we get done, mm-hmm. the more productive we are. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit, of, it was a challenge for sure. I definitely, you know, took some time off just to kind of focus on family and get up, get out of the office because we really weren't able to for the previous two, mm-hmm. three years. Um, I'm very much a, you know, spreadsheet person, list person. So what I've done that's kind of worked for me when I'm slow because I'm not as productive. I still am, but mm-hmm. to a different extent. I kind of do if I have, you know, say I have 10 things I need to get done, five are big five or you know not so crazy I kind of push them into like big small big small big small so that if the bigger task takes half my day but the smaller task takes five minutes you know checking that off feeling more productive um and even adding things on my list that hmm, I know I need to get done and like it's just monotonous that I do but I still am able to check it off yeah feel like I'm getting things done so that was the hardest part of you know, you're at work 40 plus hours a week and you don't have a ton of files to do. So it was very different from the previous two years where I could have worked 24 seven and felt like I never got anything done because we were so busy. So it was more like adding things to your to-do list that were maybe wish list items or things yeah. that you knew you had the time for and being able to check them off. So yeah. kind of proactively, maybe even adding more things to your yes. list so that you... Mm-hmm. can feel comfortable with saying I actually did yeah. get something done today. Absolutely. And even adding things that, you know, like social media yeah. for for my business. And uh, that was definitely brought me out of my comfort <laughs> yeah. zone. And Kayla, who you had on a couple of weeks ago, she's a colleague of mine. Yeah. Is so good at it. So, you know, kind of getting some tips from her too. And yeah, um, yeah it's it's been hard to adjust to the slow but then like I told you what a couple weeks ago now I'm busy again yeah so it's just like this roller coaster of you know what to expect when you're not busy what to Mm -hmm. expect when you're busy and very much planning and looking ahead Mm -hmm. in our business you know if we get a purchase agreement for somebody buying a house that's usually 45 days out so we're already into you know September October yeah, so we're always looking ahead. Okay. So very much a planner on like I know my week of August 15th is super busy. Hmm. So I know that my kids, you know, might not get as much time with yeah. me or my friends might not, or you know, what that looks like too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So making sure that you kind of set yourself up for yeah, prepare your success. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, and it's hard um because yeah, when we are in a season of slow it's almost discouraging in a way. Yes. You can get defeated feeling like 
you're not accomplishing Absolutely. anything. How was that for you? Was that challenging? Or? It's hard. I, I think I even told my boss, like, I'm at work and I feel like I'm not doing anything. Like, I don't feel like I'm, you know, a great employee right now. Or what does that look like? So I focused a lot on, you know, going out with referral sources that I'm with, you know, taking an afternoon off, leaving work early to spend time with my family or run errands so that you know I don't have to on the weekend or what that yeah. looks like too um but it was it's challenging for sure and I'm sure we'll have it again yeah you know so it's just always being prepared and knowing what to do when you're not because we don't have busy work we don't have you know papers to file or this or that yeah. so it's we're slow we're slow and figure out figure out what you're gonna do <laughs> what do you think has made it pick back up again i don't know i mean the housing market in fargo has always been strong yeah um you know interest rates are steady they dropped a little bit but they're steady now um which helps you know historically they're still great mm -hmm. so it's just getting people in that mindset of you know, better than renting mm -hmm. find something building equity putting yourself in a better financial place too so do you feel like it's been more efforts that have made it pick up or do you think it's the market or a combination I think it's the market and then okay. really staying in touch with the people that i work with mm -hmm. i have some great realtors that i work with that i consider my friends mm -hmm. you know i don't work with people that i don't genuinely like and get along with and mm -hmm. you know we we have the same kind of goes back to the same values yeah. of being cognizant of who you're with and spending time with and yeah. mm. so I'm fortunate enough to have people around me and a team that I work with that's amazing which is super helpful and they're they're the reason why we're also successful and good at what we do because we have them mm. so. well it's amazing again the ebbs and flows and with you mm -hmm. being at First International for nine years yeah. again I'm sure you've seen everything in the book um you know, as someone that's been dedicated to a company for that long, how um, how have you continued to work and grow as a leader within the company? And what are some of those things that maybe you're constantly thinking about and doing to continue to like better yourself? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always, I don't know where this came from, but you know, you can kind of lead from any seat. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. if you're a manager, like I do not manage people. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a part of, you know, some culture groups, leading united way through that you know our campaign um involved in that type of stuff within work mm -hmm. so just i always try to help people like if they have questions or if they need anything like you can come to me ask me questions mm -hmm. like even if i'm busy i want to help mm -hmm. uh, and really just letting people know that i'm here if you need me to talk like mm -hmm. you can vent and whatever you need mm -hmm. um and knowing that for me too that if i ask for help mm -hmm. that doesn't mean I'm weak or you know it just means like someone else is better than that at that than I am mm. kind of being okay with that um do you ask for help a lot at work I didn't when I first started I was kind of like this proud like I'm not gonna ask questions like I know what I'm doing um and I did but I still I felt too proud to ask questions but yeah 100 I'm not an expert on anything everything no so I, I definitely ask questions. What advice would you give to someone who has a tough time asking for help? Suck it up. <laughs> Realize that you're not like going, you're not like somebody is an expert at that. You can be an expert at something else. And especially in our industry, like you'll never 
know everything. Yeah. You might think you do, but I mean, our industry changes daily, weekly, all the things. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's knowing who to go to mm-hmm. and thanking them and like letting them know like, Hey, I'm coming to you because yeah. you're really good at this. And I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And that's really all people want to know is like they're appreciated mm-hmm. and valued. And I think that's something that is lacked sometimes. Mm-hmm. But if I have a question with, with, you know, processor or something, I'm like, thank you for your help. I appreciate you. Keep rocking it. Well, it's interesting how it goes full circle because I would assume that, you know, our conversation at the beginning about balance, mm-hmm. right? If we're asking for help, that's actually creating more balance in our life yes. because we're not trying to take it on all ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were to, you know, talk to a listener that's tuning in right now about your advice on um, creating more balance. Do you have any other pointers for our audience on how they can work towards more balance in their life? I think it's, you know, if you're, if you're a working mom, you know, asking your spouse to help, you know, whether that's, you know, hey, can you drop the kids off today? I can't pick them up. Or you know, what does that look like? Asking for help and, and knowing that your spouse is your teammate and that they want you to be just as su- mm-hmm. successful as, as anybody. Um, and just communication with your spouse too, or mm-hmm. with anybody of, you know, Hey, I've really got a busy week. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm cranky or if I'm crabby, like this might be why, and I'm sorry, yeah. it's not personal. Like, this is just what I have going on. Mm-hmm. And knowing that it might not be a balance. It might be harmony mm-hmm. amongst all of them. Yeah. And that it's okay to have that those weeks where you're busier with work, where your family suffers, or, you know, your family, you're not with them as much, and, and to not feel guilty, mm-hmm. like, uh, that was the hard part for me, if I always felt super guilty for working, or, you know, with my industry, we do things after work, yep. so it's, that makes it goes back to being intentional with your time, <laughs> but knowing that, okay, I'm, this is where I'm at now, this is where I'm meant to be, mm-hmm. And just that communication with your spouse or your family or your kids of this is this is where I'm at right now. Well, and it's interesting because I think with balance or harmony, um, it is usually our family that either suffers more or just also doesn't understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what you emphasized with making sure that you're communicating with your yes. family is so important mm-hmm. because oftentimes we feel like we're balancing everything, but then when they come and make a comment about, oh, mm-hmm. mom, you're always on your phone, or, yeah. you know, why, why are you working an extra hour every day this week, mm-hmm. you know, without that communication or giving that heads up, yeah. um, I think it's often our, our personal lives, our family, that that relationship suffers, and sometimes it's just a matter of giving a heads up mm-hmm. and helping them understand what you're up against because mm-hmm. oftentimes our our families our spouses they don't fully understand yeah what we're working on yes mm-hmm. do you agree yeah and they won't unless you relay that mm-hmm. and that's where i struggle you know um, if i have a, a super stressful week and i kind of bottle things up a little bit because yeah. i'm just not a, a super emotional person so i don't really just you know word vomit out like this is frustrating this is frustrating yep. or that or this um, so I struggle with it, but it's, yeah. it's, you know, hey, Tuesday nights, I'm home late, Wednesday nights, I'm home late. And that's to be expected through 
you know, the summer. And it's hard for my kids because obviously they're so young. Yeah. But to just keep them prepared, okay, you know, mommy has golf tonight, mommy has bio girls tonight. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? So then you get to go do something fun with dad and yeah. Well that gives them a reason to really bond with dad too. Exactly. So there's always kind of the other side of the coin as well. Hey, if you're not able to be around, then it gives that opportunity for them to do something special with their dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Works out. Hmm. Well, do you have any other advice? We've, we've gone through a lot of different circles. Yeah. Um, we're nearing the end of our time, but do you have any other advice for our listeners around any of the things that we've talked about today? Yeah. Um, I know, you know, kind of when we sent out the prep stuff and go through that of where you're at, you know, within your faith journey. Yeah. Um, I kind of had like self-reflection through the last three years, you know, and I was kind of not depressed or anxious, but just kind of in that, you know, not valuing me. Um, It was a lot of conversations I had or prayers that I had of, you know, things are happening for you, not to you. Mm -hmm. So if, if you're having a bad day, if you're having kind of a bad season, a bad, whatever it is, knowing that you'll come out of it learning growing, you know, knowing that it's happening for you and not to you. Tell me more about that as we're looking to close here soon. Yeah. Tell me more about that faith journey and what, like, what was it that maybe was the turning point for you? Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, growing up, my my grandpa was a pastor, so I had faith around me my whole life. Um, when I was pregnant with my, with Lydia, we had a lot of like health complications in the beginning. So it was a lot of like uneasiness and it was always like this mentality I had of like, why, why are you doing this to me? Like, why are you doing this? And I think I was talking to my grandpa. He's like, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you. Like you're going to learn from it. You're going to grow from it. Like just have faith in God, like all of those things. Mm-hmm. So that was really a turning point for me of, okay, yes you know, this is happening, mm-hmm. all was fine, all was well, uh, but it was a lot of, like, what did I do to deserve this, or what did, mm-hmm. you know, what, ha- what did I, what happened? Like, thinking, like, God is doing this. Yeah, like, what, why, would why me? Happen? Yeah, why me? Why now? Like, what's going on? Um, so it was a lot of self-reflection, and just, it doesn't happen to you, it's happening for you, Mm. it was tough for sure I love that so and even as we look at all of these things that we've talked about today you know thinking about how do we work to be more present how do we um you know really make sure we aren't putting ourselves last I think to your point of everything in life is happening for us Mm -hmm. and God has this beautiful plan for us and so when we're in this season of slow recognizing I'm living in God's purpose yes. now. Mm-hmm. And when we have this season of busy, realizing this is also part of God's plan. Yeah. And it's not um, when the ceiling feels like it's crashing down or mm-hmm. when we feel like we're not being productive. On the other hand, it's yeah. like recognizing, no, I am who I'm meant to be in this moment. Yes. God has a plan and it's not um, it's not for me to be overwhelmed or it's not for me to be feeling inadequate because I'm in this season of slow it's actually this is where I'm meant to be exactly right now in this moment. yes and that's where you know when I look back on the season of slow that I had it's really 
God giving me exactly what I wanted the yeah. last two or three years. So it was like, why am I not happy? Like mm-hmm. I was asking for, you know, it to be slower, to have more time or be a genuinely happy person. And I'm getting this now. And it's like, well, I don't like it. Like, just be okay with where you're at mm-hmm. and know that it's not permanent. It's just temporary. You're the one in control of yeah, and things are changing constantly. Yes, there's always constant change. Always constant change, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is fun. which is good, mm-hmm. honestly. So it's good for us. Every trial, tribulation, every season, it's like, mm-hmm. what am I trying to, or what, what am I meant to learn yes. right now about mm-hmm. myself, about others, um, about my faith journey, about my family? Mm-hmm. You know, what is it that I'm supposed to be learning in this season? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. looking at it as like a season or a month or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. that looks like for you with your journey of work or mm-hmm. personal of, you know, if it's a season, a month, a year that things are, are temporary, that it's not going to be the same forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's so true. Um, any, any other last thoughts on anything we've talked about today, Kelly? We've gone into some great rabbit holes that have been fantastic no i mean what we what we've talked about you know in our in our group and one-on-ones is just my things for this year are being present and being intentional um, and just really focusing on that and mm-hmm. and focusing on being more selfish with mm-hmm. my time with myself whether that's i mean working out or doing something for me mm-hmm that day or every other day or what does that look like yeah absolutely well no this is great um i think you know you heard it from kelly be more intentional don't be afraid to focus on you sometimes because when you take care of yourself you could show up as the best for others Mm -hmm. um kelly if anyone on our podcast wants to get in touch with you and connect with you how do they reach you yeah um i have a personal and business instagram um you can give them my email, my, my cell phone, send me a text. I'm more than happy to grab coffee or a drink or whatever. Cocktail? Cocktail, yeah. Spicy margarita. Yeah. I think. We yeah. could do Mocktail. mocktails at Luna. They were yes. fantastic. Been, <laughs> uh, Kelly's given me some great ideas of things to experiment yeah. with yeah. during pregnancy. <laughs> so. And Luna, yes. Shout out to Luna. They have exactly. great mocktails. So yeah. if you're looking for a mocktail, <laughs> we should have them being paying for this yeah we should right now. You get a free <laughs> yes maybe but anyways well thank you kelly i'll put your info in the show notes Perfect. it's been such a pleasure such a fun chat this is great thanks for opening up to us Absolutely. and our audience and sharing your story of and course. Um, thank you for listening yes Hopefully i didn't ramble too much oh we, we both we always ramble but anyways thanks everyone for tuning in have a great day we'll see you next time